Ladies and gentlemen, very welcome to the second episode of CX Idea. I am really glad to have here Eike Wigand, a partner at K KPMG. And perhaps, Eike, you can introduce yourself, explain what you're doing. And welcome and thank you very much for being here. Good morning, Greg. It's a pleasure for me to join this uh, call um, and I'm pleased to answer your questions. Yeah, my name is Heike Wiegand. I'm partner with KPMG in Zurich for insurance consulting. KPMG calls that advisory insurance. My favorite topics are customer experience and uh, still straight through processing. So that means in the end it's, uh, it's about process optimization. And when I say here customer experience, I really do not mean chatbots and robots and digital onboarding and all that stuff. But it's more about a rather good experience in the moment of truth when the customer knows, notices a claim and then the following settlement. So as I said, I'm in the insurance business and there it's all about settling claims and not buying a cool product. Thank you, Eike, and thank you for the introduction. I think your job uh, is, is quite difficult. We are speaking now about quite a lot of social distancing. You, perhaps you cannot go to the customer, to your clients and discuss with them. What are the main challenges that you are facing dur during this period of social distancing? Yeah, it's uh, very difficult. And in particular, the last three or four months were very difficult because as you mentioned already, we were not able to meet our clients in person. Of course, video calls, conferences, and everything worked quite well. Even um, in my company, it accelerated um, that experience. I, let's call it like that. But video calls, of course, are only partly a good alternative. In my case, for example, I'm rather new to this company. And if you haven't met a client before in person, it is very difficult or you don't do that to have the first meeting online. That was for me the biggest challenge. Otherwise, it's possible to do a lot online, but not meeting clients in such a business, I mean, consulting is people business. It's not producing something. This is uh, still a big challenge for us. Thank you, Eike. I was a former consultant at Accenture, and I think it's really extremely difficult. How will change the service model of consulting firm, advisory firms, if you cannot be with the client, together with the client, discussing with them. What, what's your view on that? I'm sure that this will change in the future because now we experience that it is working, home office works, video conferencing and all that works. Probably we will not travel so much in the future anymore. And you can also do projects uh, in a virtual environment and with virtual teams. And I mean, this is something we are practicing for quite some time when it comes about agile working scrum and all that. I mean, um, I think this is the best foundation to work, work in such an environment, but parts of project work, of course, are difficult to do online. And if you don't see the people in person and can work together and have brainstormings together, brainstorming online is always a bit difficult different than in person. Uh, and that will influence the consulting business, I'm sure. And I, I mean, we are also doing auditing and not only consulting, KPMG is an auditor. And I also would assume that this has an influence of auditing, of the auditing work. I assume that automation here will accelerate in the next couple of years or maybe all, already in the next couple of months. Thank so, you. 
maybe just to add one, our experience is that partly the, the productivity was higher or is higher if you work remotely because you don't waste your time traveling and commuting. Um, but on the other hand, there are also some disadvantages, of course. Thank you, Eike, for the great answer. You said something that uh, came to my mind, productivity. And uh, I know you as a lady with a lot of energy, doing quite a lot of stuff, discussing, being here and there. I think your schedule is quite tight as a partner of KPMG. How are you ensuring your uh, work-life balance? What are your hobbies? What you are, are you doing outside of your daily job? Um, that's a good question. And I experienced that in the last uh, nine to 10 months. I mean, there, you have a lot of flexibility as a consultant um, and I'm enjoying that. Maybe I have to admit it's on a higher level. Yeah? If you start as a consultant and if you are on a project, um, that varies. But if you are on a partner level and you do a lot of acquisition and other work, not just working on projects, you have a lot of flexibility. And what I really enjoy is this is not a nine to five job. Um, there's a lot of work you can do at other hours and you don't need anybody you can do it at home or wherever you are and that allows you to give you the right balance um, and for me it's all about self-organizing and time management and it's about setting priorities and if you can if you are able to manage yourself then it's really easy to keep this work-life balance but of course it always helps if you like your job and uh, it's easier to keep this balance of course Thank you, Eike. I think we have also the first tweetable moment with what you said, keeping yourself motivated, enjoy your, your job, that's, that's extremely important. And perhaps going back to, to job, your daily work, uh, today during this uh, COVID crisis and so on, what are your clients looking for? Um, of course, since this was a test, nobody was pre really prepared or it came suddenly. Um, it's still about um, the, the topics around business resiliency and business continuity management in times of a crisis. So I assume that automation and digitalization will continue and will also accelerate because a lot of companies now saw their gaps, uh, areas where they have to improve. And I would, I guess that this is the first priority in the next couple of month um, they are working on and in general when it comes to the insurance business here in switzerland but also in other countries everybody is facing the problems with the low interest rates um, they will stay or remain for i would expect for quite some time so it's uh, still in this business it's about um, harvesting efficiency gains and um, to reduce costs to improve the combined ratio and yeah, um, remain competitive. Thank you, Anke. You mentioned some topics that are really interesting and perhaps we can share a bit more with, with, the, with the audience. You spoke about automation, digitalization. At the beginning, you spoke about customer experience. Are these still buzzwords that everybody's speaking really about or are really company insurance, insurance company committed to continue this journey and to invest in this type of automation digitalization also in order to improve increase customer experience uh, that's a very good qu question and greg you know me i'm always very honest and say what i think 
And as a consultant, maybe I shouldn't say that, but from my point of view, there's a lot of bullshit bingo around. I mean, it's a hype and there have been many hypes before. So this is for me another one. So I'm sorry to say that, but um, you have to go along with the nonsense. Otherwise your shareholder or even worse, the analysts don't find you hip anymore. So I think that's the pressure more or less from the outside. It's not, I would say here in Switzerland, it doesn't come from the customer directly, but you have to tell a cool story. And therefore you have to use some of these words in your reports and in um, at, on, at your investors days and stuff like that. Um, but I think most of these topics are really not new. They have another, we call it now in a different way. And it's, uh, yeah, there are a lot, there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of buzzwords around. Thank you, Anke. And also thank you for being really open and explaining what you think and not reading something that KPMG told you to say. It's, it's I think, I, I love your, your answer. Uh, perhaps the, the next one, it's about, um, if we speak about customer experience, customer needs, and um, on the market, there is quite a lot of discussion around creating customer-centric experience. What's your view on, on these topics? Do you see in the market uh, a shift into this direction being really customer-centric? Yeah, that's a good question. And I mean, it's a big topic currently. And honestly, I'm here honest once again, I don't understand why we supposedly discovered the client only in the year 2020 or maybe a couple of years ago. Um, since I come or in my former life, I worked for Allianz Insurance. I was already surprised 10 years ago when they put the client into the center of their thinking. And I thought, oh my God, who was in the center before? Um, but so honestly, I mean, you always need customers. You, you are not doing your service or you don't sell a product because just you like to produce it and you, you like it. So um, I think the customer was, of course, very important even in former times. But um, currently the customer is more mature. Let's call it like that. So for me, customer experience is also a little bit overhyped. Um, yeah. For me, a good example is Red Bull, which entered the market already in 1987 when the term customer experience did not even exist. But what was the whole story or is the whole story about? It's telling the customer that he get wings if he drinks this sugar bubbly. So um, it's about a drinking experience the customer has. The two guys did not intend to simply quench thirst. So I think it was also in former times about customer centricity, but now the last couple of years, I would say the last maybe five years, um, this topic yeah, also experiences a certain hype for whatever reason. And it also addressed now the insurance industry, which is usually not the, the first mover. <laughs> Thank you, Eike. Uh, I, I think this is really important that what you are saying, um, customer experience at the end, it's not really new. Because if you really think about it, at the end, the customer are paying our salaries, my salary, your salary, and so on. Therefore, my question would be, why is customer experience so important in this period of time with COVID, but also with all these opportunities for the customer to compare different products, to compare different experience. What's, what's your view on that? 
Uh, as I said before, the customer today is more mature, as I would call it. So he has a lot of possibilities to compare products, as you mentioned. Um, he's, yeah, he better understands what he's buying. And former times, it, when it comes to insurance, it was very difficult to compare insurance policies. And I mean, the insurance companies, they did it on purpose that you do not understand what you sign. But meanwhile, you have a lot of com portals where you can, co can compare and you can compare prices and all that. So that puts the customer, he has now a better position and he, yeah, he, he has the choice what he wants to buy. And then of course the competition is still reglamented in the insurance business here in Switzerland, as well as in other com uh, countries, but he has the choice and he can, I wouldn't say that he has so much power but he has more power than he had in the past. And that's why this topic or why the customer becomes more important. Thank you very much. It was again, a really clear explanation that customer experience in future will be really, really important independently in which industry we are working. I think we are now approaching the end. I don't want to, to get too many time from, from your scheduled from your schedule. And uh, perhaps the last question or second last question I would have is um, if people want to get in contact with you, um, I really like all the papers that you are publishing in, in LinkedIn, how it's possible to contact you and keep in touch with you. Of course, you can get into touch with me via my um, email address you find on the KPMG portal, but I'm personally very active on LinkedIn. This is uh, rather new. I wasn't in former times. Uh, this is for two reasons. One reason is we get points if we are very active there. <laughs> and the other reason is that there's a lot of research material from KPMG, which is not confidential, which is not internal. So which is, or which has, uh, is created for our clients. And I have now the access to all that material globally, KPMG Global, and there's a lot of uh, very good research, very, very good studies, which I really like. So I publish them because it's for free. So why not share them? Thank you very much. I think sharing is caring about other people and that's very, very important. Um, what's the last book that you read or what would you, if we speak about vacation, perhaps you read one book, what's, what would you share with the audience? Um, yeah, that's also something I'm not sure if I shouldn't share that, but I, uh, as I'm honest, I share it with you and you might be shocked. Uh, the last book I read the last couple of weeks was Corolla, Corona Fail Alarm. In English, it's False Alarm. Um, it shows statistical correlations and interprets them. It's about Germany, the statistics in Germany. And of course, the, the interpretation is, um, is a bit different from what politicians and virologists and the mainstream media say. Uh, and uh, said in the past and still do. So I read that book. Be, as a, I, no, I didn't mention I'm economist. I studied uh, political economy. So I also enjoyed a couple of years ago, many semester statistics. And the first you learn on your first day um, in statistics is never trust any statistic you haven't faked yourself. And this is still my credo. And that's why I like to follow up what the real figures say and what you got told uh, publicly. 
Thank you, Ike, and I, I really appreciate that we worked together several years ago, and um, you gave me also a book about statistics, and one of these sentences was in there. <laughs> I think it's, it's great that you are repeating that. And this is my very, very last question. Um, do you have still one insights, thoughts, something that you want to share with the audience as your last thoughts of this uh, webinar discussion? Yes, what I would like to share is, um, so as I said, um, I'm, uh, let's put it like that. Most of my working life, I worked on the client side and not in, in consulting. So I worked on, uh, in the insurance industry many, many, for many, many years. And so what I would like to share with the audience is that don't let people who have not worked a single day in an insurance company tell you how you have to do your business. That's a really a great sentence. Thank you very much, Eike, for this discussion. It was great to, uh, to have you and to get some of your uh, time. And also to the audience, thank you, very thank you very much for being here and being part of this uh, second episode. It was really great to be with you. Thank you very much. Arrivederci. Grazie mille. Thank you. Bye. And have a good day. Ciao.